Jessica, my friends! Welcome to episode 99 of the Gay Gap Podcast, where we talk everything New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, national and international sports. Most of my years, Shuley, Agrisani, Joyce Steiner, the Lancodium, Alex Reach, and Sam Morell. You can listen to the podcast right now on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, IF Radio, wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to the podcast right now on YouTube. I'll show up on social media at getting your game on And Bob said, it's time to get your game on. <coughs> so guys, two things, two things. Number one, you guys know what episode this is? 99. This is the Aaron Judge episode. All right. The judge. Yeah, it's funny. We are we are at Aaron Judge nine nine episode. We are our nine nine episode. Oh my god! You know what's really funny? The fact that we're saying Aaron Judge yet this entire episode is about the NBA final. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously, obviously. I mean, we'll talk a little bit about Judge the Yankees like on the later half of the show. But yeah, this this show is entirely gonna be on basketball, and you guys all know why. For those of you who don't know. We are recording this like um after um game six uh just us wrapped up and 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 you guys know um what happened the Golden State Warriors are 2021-2022 NBA champions. I want to save you. They they I mean they are twenty one and go ahead. I owe you an apology because I called you insane at the beginning of this NBA year. You that's right. I owe you. Those who don't remember, I actually picked the worst beat of one seed at the beginning of the season in the West. Everyone laughed at me. Actually, all, yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, we all, we all, we all laugh. An apology. All is <laughs> our drugs. But then they won the championship. So, Adam, I salute you, sir. So Adam, like, did you like predict this, or like, are you like a wizard? Like, yeah, Adam, I'm hard to believe, Adam. Are you are you like a, a psychic? Like, what is this? Because you no, because he does this every sport. He did this when mm. the dad died in 2012, and it pissed me the damn off. Well, like, like you know, if I'm real, no, I guess I guess I'm just good at picking up sleeper teams. No, you did this. <laughs> Years ago, and it worked for football, and now ten years later, it works for basketball. Hell, this no, this is just bull. This is making me bad, Sam. I've been, through, I had to do with this for over ten. I do with this for twelve years, being Adam's friend. In ten years, he pulled uh, ten years. Did this ten years ago, and now he's doing it ten years later. Adam, first I thought coincidence, and then ten years later, I'm like. Adam, you're, you I don't even know. You're a witch. You are a witch. <laughs> you are a witch. That's all I got to say. Yeah, because, guys, we have to remember, he chose the Warriors when Clay Thompson was injured, when Steph Curry got an ankle injury for at least a week, before Jordan Poole started to emerge, before Angel Wiggins started to emerge, and when Draymond Green was looking like he's on the decline. Everything that was going bad for the Warriors happened, and Adam still said he was going to be the number one seed and that they were going to win. How the fuck did you do that? 
I guess I just look. I guess I just really looked at the Royals. I'm thinking, you know, Steph Curry's coming back healthy. Clay Thompson's coming back healthy. You know, uh, it may not be immediate, but they were going to bet you going to come back healthy, and then they would eventually, you know, go off, and then uh, they eventually go off. And even though they didn't win the one seed, like they did, ultimately win it and win the championship. And I and also I also picked them to win the championship in our in our playoff prediction. So oh, and at the beginning of the year, you said it too. Yeah. No, I had the Nets winning all at the beginning of the year. At the beginning of the year, I, I had the Nets. Once we did our playoff predictions, I switched to Warriors. Hey, guys, here's the thing about Adam that we, you guys all should know. Every 10 years or so, he gets a prediction right. So, Adam, my boy, I owe you a big apology, my brother. Adam, 10 years from now, can you please do my lottery tickets? Thanks. Right. Uh, so, Adam, let me, let me, have, a, let me have a reminder um, right now. Let me have a reminder um, right now. Um, 2023, buy Sam lottery tickets. No, it'll be on, one condition, on, one condi- on one condition. Alice, I'll buy the lottery ticket, Sam, for myself, but if I win, I'll give you a cut. How about that? Sam, no deal, Sam. No deal. You a fool, Sam, if you take that deal. Like, he wins the lottery and I get a cut? We talking about, like, half? I get at least $5 million. <laughs> know your worth, Sam. Know your worth, baby. Know your worth. Mike, Mike. I'm uh, this just Mike, I'm, I'm, I'm... What? Sorry to interrupt. This just in, um, the Royals team in the locker room is chanting, fuck you, Draymond. What? (laughs) (laughs) That's savage. (laughs) Alex, Alex, I'm not even going to lie. Thank you for saying that because I was about to say something that was going to get just canceled. Okay. (laughs) What were we going to say? What were you going to say? Bad. You don't want to know. Okay, okay, okay. Well, what this? I'll, I'll type it in the casual group chat. Give me a second. All right, type it in the chat. Type it in the chat. But guys, the Golden State Warriors are 2021-2022 National Basketball Association champions. They beat the Sox in Game Six, one hundred three to ninety. They win the series in six games, and uh, and let, let, let's 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 start. Let's just start by saying like um. Let's stop by saying the obvious, guys. And let's stop, talk about the man, the myth, the legend, Stephen Curry. And there's not much other to say other than other than, than all the other all the previous criticisms that were surrounding Steph Curry, all the 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 doubtless signs of Curry. Oh, is he truly an all-time great? Is he truly among like um the greatest players they've ever played a game? All that is squash. All that's squash. You saw what he did. You saw what he did this NBA Finals. Um, in Game Four, when when he got no help around him, look at how he carried uh, this Warriors team in Game Four on the road. Look, yeah, look at what he did this past Game Six. Past Game Six, look at this past Game X, where we yes he got swept, but he dropped thirty four <laughs> points in a closeout effort, six eleven from three, and and, and, and clinching his first ever Finals MVP, like. Steph Curry, he after this as far as I mean, I don't want to hear any more debates. He is one of the greatest 
players to ever play basketball. There's only a handful of guys who have touched basketball that are better than him. There's only a, there's only a there's only a handful of guys. He is right up there with Kobe. He is right up there with Tim Duncan. He's right up there with Wilt Chamberlain. He is up there with all all anyone not named like LeBron, Kareem, or Jordan. Like the all like like that's the as like. Wrong with you? Don't sleep on Kobe. He's up there with Kobe. He's up there with Kobe. He's up. He is that special. He is one of the. He's not just he's up. We all agree he's the greatest shooter ever. He's not just the greatest shooter. Ever. He's one of the greatest stop. players of all time. Period. End of stop. He, he, uh, but he ain't better than Kobe yet. He ain't better than Kobe yet, boys. Let's not get crazy. Yeah. He's in VIP. You gotta give him credit. He just he just got into VIP. Kobe been in VIP already. Let's just let's just calm down. Yeah, no, that's, that, no, that's debatable. But, you know, I would say it's debatable. I would say it's debatable. Curry got would I take Curry over Kobe? Hmm. I'll have to think about it. I'll get back to you next episode. How about that? Once I'm done thinking about it, I'll get back to you next episode. No, but no, actually, if Curry wins another championship in a finals MVP, then he passes Kobe on my list. Then if he wins another, then, then there's no more debate. There's no in fact, if, if he wins one more rain, one more rain, then I go as far as to say he's on the Mount Rushmore. Yep. <clears throat> wait, wait, wait. Okay, buddy, that's a little too far. Let, let's let's calm it down, but the guy, the guy would have. I mean, we're, we're talking way far our best, but let's look at just say he's got four NBA MVPs. He's got if, no, no, no. He's got two NBA MVPs. He's got four rings. He's got finals of MVP now. He's the all-time leader. In, 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 he's, he's the all-time three-point king in the NBA. What more does this guy have to prove? What more does this guy have to prove? Again, like, all outside of him, he does perform well in the finals. He, he, they do not win uh, this, this title without Steph Curry. He's, without Steph Curry, the Warriors get the Warriors get swept. He he carried the team in game four at a forty point loss game. He he played amazing in game three in game not, not game, three, game six in the close O's out roll. Oh, he has squashed all that. Oh, he can't without Kev, he can't without Kevin Durant. he squashed them. Oh, look at the only ring he won without Kevin Durant was against the injured uh, injured um Cavs team. Well, look at the Celtics; they were all healthy. They, they they were they were all they were they were all healthy. Best he has squashed any and all ever. I said before, he's not just a great shooter ever. He's one of the best players that ever touched the basketball. Period. He's up. He's right up there with. He's he I said before, he's right there with Kobe. He's right there with Tim Duncan. He's right there with Chamberlain. He is up there with all of the those great legends. He is at. He is as good as any of them. You're on Curry's dick a little bit too much, but let's calm it down. What I'm saying is he's a he. he what I'm saying is he's one of the ten best, at worst, one of the ten best players to ever played a game. Or some people still may put him on top fifteen. Yes, top fifteen, I, I think would be disrespectful a little. Not really. If you put him top twenty, that'll be disrespectful. If 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 if, 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 it, if it's top fifteen, then, he, then he's like eleven or twelve ish. Yeah, that, that's what it would be. Because you have to remember, there's still Bill Russell and there's still Akeem Elijah Wong. And there's still Shaq. I would take Curry over Shaq. I would, huh? I, would I, would I would take him over Akeem, too. What? 
I'll, I'll take over uh, Akeem too. I, I agree. With, I agree with that. I I take Curry over Akeem. I, 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 I don't know. You I, just I, said I, you would take Curry over Shaq. Al, Adam. Hey, Shaq, Shaq, I'd have to think about. Shaq, I'd have to think about. Bill Russell, I'd also have to think about. Adam, Shaq is dominant. He won back to back to back finals MVP. Not the most that. dominant player in an NBA history. Not only that, people keep saying, like, oh, maybe Kobe could have won one of those finals MVPs. Guys, Kobe had the second best performance. And his game performance score was 19.4 for the entire series. Shaq's game performance for each series was 38. Without well, free throw. <laughs> and if he made the free throws, he would be at 40. Like that, like that's who Shaq was. All right. Yeah, Curry or Shaq, I'll have, to, I'll have to think about that one. I'll have to think about that one. I, I will say this, this may get me, this may, I may get yelled at by my little Sam. I would say it's at least debatable. Okay, I just looked it up for Kobe. Um, his, final, his, his first finals appearance, he averaged 21 points, four rebounds, and four assists, and he was averaging 75 from the line. And then for the, and then when in the playoffs, he was averaging 20.4 in the second NBA finals. Third finals, he averaged 26 points a game. Yeah, Shaq in all those finals was averaging like 35, I'm pretty sure. Guys, let me ask you a question. Every game that Kobe played when he was an all-star, he only missed, let's see, when he was an all-star, he only missed four games coming up. Guys, can Michael? I think okay. Can, can we get a Skip Bayless rant? Oh, oh, okay. Did you guys hear what Skip Bayless just tweeted out? Well, first he had one tweet. Let me read both. Let me read both tweets. Here's the first one. Step D eighty left him past LeBron, but the Celtics already had him. Those two children. That's tweet number one. Here's another one. Now I have to hear that Steph Curry is an all-time top ten player. Stop it. He mellowed down versus the broadcast in 2016. Without KD, he went all the flamed out versus Toronto ranting. He's off the defensive liability. Just stop it. Oh, my. Michael, go off, please. Okay, let me explain why I hate Skip Bayless, shall we? Skip Bayless, if you're you are the biggest moron in sports history. You make you you have a newborn my born my like my niece which is old is probably smarter than you, Skip Bayless. You know what's the worst part though? Skip Bayless with this championship acts like it's nothing. But yet go you ask him. Bayless only point in his basketball <laughs> career and he never played sports a good career and because he's a and you have Aaron even a smith did but also everybody on this podcast the six of us including david we have seven seven people seven of our our brains are smarter than skip bayless hell my right pinky has a smarter brain than skip bayless 
Like you were just an ignorant idiot. Like for real. No, Mike, Mike, just let me finish. Let me finish this. Come and on, then, I'm I, 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 and, then, and then I'll let you talk. So, Bayless is downplaying this championship, guys, right? Yeah. Downplaying it. If you were to go ask him about the 2020 Olympics with Kevin Durant getting the gold for USA, he would be all over that. He'd be saying, oh, yeah, Kevin Durant is better than Steph Curry because he won gold at the Olympics. And all I'm saying is, yeah, the USA is supposed to win the gold at the Olympics because who can beat us? Let's be real, guys. Who can actually beat us? Exactly, exactly. USA wins uh, the gold every year. Yeah, it's like, oh, we have to carry like a bubble. Yeah, it's, it's, why, it's why I like gold medal. Um, um, <laughs> like he's won like a the gold medal. He's like, it's so like winning gold medals is like, a, it's why winning gold medals isn't that impressive, like on an NBA resume. Because yeah, USA because... wins every year. You really just sign up and win. It would actually be a it would actually be a bigger dis if if anything, like if you had signed up for it and you lost, it would be a detriment on your resume. Yeah, because Adam, all we literally have to do if we ever want to secure the gold is just say, all right, let's bring our top, top players, like our echelon to USA players, and then let's go. Yeah. I have to say, you've never done that though before. So, all I gotta say is Skip Bayless is a Steph Curry hater. He's a LeBron hater. He's a Giannis hater. Any player that threatens Jordan's throne or threatens his favorite players, he hates them. Exactly. Like, it's like, yeah, Jordan's the greatest of all time. No one's denying that, but. Don't use like it's like you're using George greatness as an excuse to like um to like um downplay other players. It's like uh, he loves and, and, and this is why and this is why like um guys except for uh, guys like Skip Bears who clearly is just doing this for ratings um just it's like just just ignore him just ignore him like I I I, I regret like um bringing up those tweets on the air because all right can I say something about Skip Bayless? So, yes. like, all right. My hatred runs deep for Skip Bayless. Michael, me, Michael, move your camera so that way uh, the TV doesn't get in the way. Well, let me turn it off. Oh, let's see. Let me I, see. I, it's, it's not a problem. It's just the only problem, the only problem is because we don't want to get copyrighted. That's all. Guys, my hatred for Skip Bayless runs deep. So deep. Let's just say all the moron things he said in his story. Okay. I, I have a list. Jalen Brown is better than them too bad JB's or Andrew Rose. Where's Bricken? How is LeGon ever going to get past these Warriors or Mavs or Suns or Grizzlies or Clippers or Pelicans? He said, well, great guy, Clay Thompson. That's a good thing. Now I have to hear that Steph Curry is an all-time top 10 player. Stop it. He melted down versus LeBron's Cavs in 2016 without KD. You and Cody flamed out. Versus it's, like, it's like you're bringing up – the things Steph done in his past at last, like in order to like in order to, like um downplay the fact that he just won his fourth ring. That be that would be like that would be like um me bringing up like in twenty twenty when LeBron won his fourth championship. Oh, do you remember when he like um when he choked against the Mavericks? Oh, look at that, he's not that good. He's good. like. What, what, what about this? No, what about this? What about this? 
He always tries to put Magic Johnson ahead of Steph Curry in the top 10. Mike, you'll remember this. What happened to Magic Johnson in 1984? What do they call Magic Johnson then? Please don't make me answer this question. <laughs> do you want me to answer it? <laughs> yes, because I'm trying to be a good Christian man today. In 1984, they didn't call Magic Johnson Magic. They had a nickname for him. It was Tragic Bronson because Magic Johnson choked so hard in the 1984 playoffs, he was a liability on the floor. And in 1985, he almost almost repeated the Tragic Johnson era. Yet, do we ever hear anything about that? No, I got. I got, better, I got even Magic better Johnson's example. Uh, yeah, I got even better example for you. I, I, I have to give uh, the obvious disclaimer here. Um, I think Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time. Like I said firmly, but I, I, I think, I think he, I think, I think he's the greatest in his own own debate. So, like, obviously, idea. Yeah. But remember what happened to uh, Michael Jordan before, before um, Sky Pivot there. At all times, like um, he couldn't get done against um the bad boy Pistons. Guys, let me just explain something here. So why is that? Uh, uh, you're bringing you're bringing up like um Steph Curry, like um what happened in the 2016, 2019, and and that and then um you're you're bringing that up. Why why can't why aren't we bringing up like um those years against Jordan? Adam, everybody brought up those things past Jordan. I know he's, I know Skip Bayless. I'm not, I'm not saying people there. I'm not saying people there. Just, why is it Skip Bayless? Adam, let's just be Guys, real. Guys, can we stop talk about Skip Bayless? Can we not talk about idiots anymore? So, including you? What? <laughs> I was going to give you, I was going to um, do something, but, you know, I won't deny it. it was kind of a good one. <laughs> All right, but enough talk about, enough talk about, like, I mean, I mean, obviously Steph Curry, we, we might talk a little bit about, but let's like give some respect to a lot of our experience. I mean, Draymond Green, he had a really, really good game, guys. He played like the Draymond of old. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, 12 points, 12 rebounds. He had double double. He made some big threes. Like, Draymond Green had a really good game. And he, and he just shows you why. Like, I'll say whatever you want about him and like um, some of like um, his antics, but. He is like um, he is he is a big part of like this Warriors dynasty. He he's he he he's a big he's a big part out of it. They are they are four time champions champions with without uh, Draymond Green. They are four times they are four time champions without Green because I know Sam. You said he's overrated defensively, but regardless, he's still like an excellent. He's still like an excellent. You know um. Defensive player, you know he can he can hit the threes. He's a he's a glue guy. He can grab a lot of rebounds. He is he's he is a, he is a major part of this Warriors dynasty. And also, uh, we also got we yeah. also got to give a shout out to um a guy who I remember like um uh, uh, I remember who was a guy who was always there was a bust. Andrew Wiggins, how good was he, man? How good was Andrew Wiggins in these NBA finals? Now he kind he kind of had an off, he kind of had an off. Well, let me let me finish. He he kind of had an off game um in game in game five in game uh six always 
he, he only scored 18 on eight, seven, 18 shooting. So he kind of had an off game, but still, like, um, eight game five, remember, eight game five, that was the only game where Steph had a bad, where Steph had a bad game. Like, like he won game five for them. He won game five for them. So, and you look at, you look at, like, um, what happens. Edge Wiggins was always the guy that, oh, he, shot, he was always labeled as, like, kind of like a bust, like, for a guy who was shot first, first overall. But, you look at what he's done this. Uh, you look at what he's done this postseason, and he has to make himself like he's gonna be like a, a big time part of this Warriors future. Like and he and he and he really, and again just like Draymond, they don't win this ring of them. They do. The Warriors do not win this. The Warriors. Um, I'm not. I went. I'm not sure if I say. Yeah, they would. They they in all likelihood they don't win this ring without without Andrew Wiggins. Go ahead, Sam. Describe how good Andrew Wiggins was. <clears throat> Steph Curry was not in these finals. Andrew Wiggins would have won finals MVP easily. That's how good he was. He was the second best player on the floor at all times. And that's with a Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown on the floor. Andrew Wiggins was the second best player on the floor. I completely agree. I completely agree. Cause I, cause yeah, yeah. And Roy made a story for, for a guy who like for many years was labeled as like kind of like um, as, as kind of like a bust for a first overall pick. Um, kind of like a bust for first first overall pick. I mean, to see what to see anyways, the way you see him ball like that, he's fine. So you gotta tip your hat to him. You gotta tip your hat to him. Michael, do you have any thoughts on Andrew Wiggins? He said, superstition, black cats, and Kaboon night. All hey. serious. Yeah, okay, go ahead. I, I was living. Do you, wait, do you still stand by the blasphemous take you had um, before we went on the air? About Andrew Wiggins being a great player? No. That he should, if you were to watch the games, he averaged a double double and 25 points and 18 rebounds. No, that's not it. That's not it. Talk about the that other should- one. Been a co MVP? Yes. Yes, That's I do. Bla- yes, I I'm do. I'm sorry, Michael. I'm sorry, Michael. Do not disrespect Steph Curry by um saying that Edge Wiggins should have been like um the positive MVP. Yes, he was great. He was phenomenal. I said, they, they don't win the series without him. But without uh, Steph Curry, they don't even make it to the NBA Finals. They don't even make it to the NBA Finals. In fact, they get swept. Stop it, Michael. Stop it, Michael. Do not tell me. Do not even try to think about this is his first final MVP. Everyone's always saying, oh, Steph Curry, where's your final MVP? Where's your final MVP? He's fought and he won it, and now you're trying to take it away from him? Stop it, Michael. Stop, stop, stop. He deserved it. I said that they said a co-MVP. Listen, Mike, I love you, bro. You sound real blasphemous right now. I, I just wanted to fuck with Adam. I knew what I was doing. Frank, bitch. <laughs> you sway. So, so, so you are. So basically, what you so basically you are. You take back what you said. I'm off the air, right? Actually, thought there is. All right, all right, all right. Good. You better have been joking. You better have been joking. Sam, do you think he's joking? Do you think he was joking? 
and plead the fifth. <laughs> if I was serious, I would have said Sam Ugly with it too, but that's why you know I was joking. All right. I mean, also we got we gotta like uh, put some respect on Clay Thompson. Now Clay Thompson did have a great game six, which I'm very mad about. We'll talk about that when we get to our bets, but he 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 didn't, he didn't have a great great six, but still like um again, just like Jay Green, like he has He's the he's the splash. Curry and Thompson, they're the splash brothers for a reason. I mean, a lot of so what we say Steph Curry is easy the greatest shooter of all time. Clay Thompson, like you can make the argument he's the second greatest shooter in NBA history. You can make that argument, or at the very least, he's top five. Like he is what Clay Thompson is one of the greatest shooters. Like um, in history. and I said before about Clay Thompson, he's the perfect complement to Steph Curry, like in the backcourt because. The, what what are the only things that Steph Curry like um isn't really like the best at like like deep like defense and stuff like that's what Clay's also goes like he's an excellent he's a, he's a, he's a really great defender he's a really he's a really really you know great def- great defensive player yeah so he's he's the perfect guy to you know compliment Steph in the backcourt I want to ask you this guys I want to ask you this. Where do you rank Steph Curry and Clay Thompson like among backwards all time? Me, me, and Sam? No. Sam and Michael in the backcourt. That would be interesting. I mean, if, I mean, if we did, I will say though, if we did a, 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 a if we did put together a basketball team, like I would be more of like the guard. Adam, you'll be the Adam, you'll be the bench warmer on our team. What are you talking about? But I, 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 I think you, you and you and Sam would be more of like forwards. Me and Sam will carry this team. Me, Marcellus, and Sam would be the big three. But all seriousness. All right, but, but where, where, I, where would you rank Steph Curry and Clay Thompson like splash brothers among guards all time? Backcourt duel. Backcourt, sorry, backcourts. Yeah. Man, that's a good question. I have to think of some really good ones. You have Rip Hamilton and Chauncey Billups. They were a good backcourt. You also had um, Clay. You also had they, – they had a good run, but they never could put it together with Damian Lillard. There's Tony Parker and Manuel Ginobili. But they weren't a backcourt together because they didn't start together. They played off – they, like, you know, that really – I mean so – used that I really, I think you could say they're the best backcourt of all time. Because really, can you think of anyone else? Can you really think of anyone else? Sam Jones and Casey Jones. They're not better. They're not better. They got seven championships together. What the hell? If you actually saw pick and pop Sam Jones, Adam, I live this shit. I love basketball. But I say, but all seriousness. All right. Sam, where you at, baby? I know you're sleeping, but wake up. Okay. But all seriousness, uh, you gotta realize, Sam, and me and you've been we're basketball basketball historians of the of the show right now. Without Marcellus and Chris, where do you rank this? Because you can go with so many answers. You got Sam and Casey Jones. You have Rip Hamilton and Chauncey Billups. You also can go with uh, I, I, I rank them number 
I didn't see rank number one. Because here's the thing. You got so many great backcourts in the NBA history. Yeah, but none of them were as dominant nor as impactful as these two. I get what you're saying, though, but you can go with a lot of people. You can go with a lot with this. But I'll say... You can go with Joe Dumars and Isaiah Thomas. You can also go with... uh, Rip and Chauncey Billups. You can also you can do a lot with this. You can you could. Now if we made this. Who's the best duo? The best and... duo is where things get interesting. Best duo is where things get interesting. You can do with this duo. You guys gotta realize Pippen and Jordan are still the best duo in NBA history. Oh, no debate there. No be debate question. there. About Kobe and Shaq, I gotta go with Jordan and Pippen. What about Magic and Cream? Okay, here's what I'll do it. Number one, the list, Jordan Pippen. Number two, Jordan Pippen. Number one, number two, Kobe and Shaq. Three, Magic. I would say, I would say show Kobe and Shaq. Um, three, Magic and Kareem. Four, yeah. you got uh, the, the, uh, the Joe Dumars and Isaiah Thompson. Five. So, I would say I, I would take us uh, Curry and Thompson over them. Nah, but Adam, you ever watch? I, I put Curry and Thompson for them. I put Curry and Thompson for them. What? Adam, Adam, Adam. There's also um, there's also LeBron and Wade, but they I don't think they played long enough together. Adam, you are telling me that you have have you ever seen the Bad Boys? How those I, two familiar with the Bad Boys? Yeah. Adam, I want you to look at bad boy highlights of the Pistons with Joe Dumars and Isaiah Thomas at the backcourt. Yeah, they were impressive. Curry and Thompson are better. No, they're not. But it's a we we will agree. Sam, I'm going to ask you to jump in here. Sam. Sam, be careful before I kill you. Steph Curry is better than Isaiah Thomas, correct? Correct. Clay Thompson is better than Joe Dumars, correct? I'd say so. They have more championships than both of them, correct? Correct. Okay, so choosing Thompson and Curry. There you go, Michael. Now you can shut up. Boy, I'll beat your low ass. You better be careful who you're talking to like that. Well, in all seriousness, uh, do you agree? Like you would, you would rank uh, Curry and Thompson fourth, or, or, or like, where, where would you rank them on NBA duos all time? I'd probably rank them number seven or eight. All right. So no. who would you say? Who would you who would you take over them? Who would you take over them? Jordan Pippen. All right, that's one. Patrick Kareem. Shaq and Kobe. Okay, that's three. Those are three I have. Those are three I have over them. So this is where it gets interesting. Yeah, you got Wilt and Jerry West. You got about the logo. Yeah. And- I was going to get there. Wilt and Jerry West. Wilt and Tony-, Tony-, Tony Parker and Tim Duncan was really good. You also have David Robinson. I, have to, I, I might have to put um uh those two above. I might, I might have to put those two above. I, I, I don't know about um Chamberlain and West, though. What? Adam, 
Are you kidding? Uh, how, how, wait, how many seasons? Did, how many did? Quick question, quick question. How long did Wilt and West play together? Five seasons. Five seasons? They, they won one chip. I quit. So that's why I, I, I that's why I would take Curry and Thompson over them. Like Todd Wise was a better but Chamberlain West they basically play long enough together. Adam, shut up. Bill Russell and Bacuzzi. Adams has been saying blasphemous things. So I'll have to think about that one. I'll have to think about that one. Damn, do not encourage his buffoonery. He has never watched real basketball day in his life. What about Larry Bird, Kevin McHale? They're up there, too. They're up there, too. I, I, I take a... With this ring, like I would take a Curry Tops over them, though. If, if you had asked me that, like, um... Here's the thing. If you had asked me, like, um... That before um they won the championship, then I would then I would probably say Bird and then I would probably say Bird and Mikhail. But now they've won this championship, I I just feel like um it's tired. This this Warriors dynasty, like I said before, like um this Warriors dynasty, they're one of the greatest dynasties of all time. From twenty fifteen onward, with the research, they are officially one of the best dynasties of all time. LeBron James and Kyrie Irving. Okay. I got a better one. I got a better one. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. No, I'm just kidding. You want to know I where wish. that duo ranks? I wish. Do you want to know where that duo ranks? <laughs> 25th? It ranks bottom five all time. <laughs> Wait, no, no, I will say this. Though. I would want to say this. I'm going to say this as a, as a, I'm going to say this as an honest assessor. I'm going to say this as an honest fan. We were talking all these years about, oh, Curry can't win without KD. Curry can't win without KD. Now going forward, like, little message to Kevin Durant, the ball's on your court now, because now he's going to be the one facing the narrative. Oh, can't, oh, can KD without, can KD without Curry? It's flipped around. Yeah. It was, it was like, um, can um it was can um Curry win without KD? He's won without KD. Now it's it's time for KD to respond. Can KD win without Steph? And as a Nets fan, I hope he does. I hope he does. That's all I'm gonna he's say. Not. He's not. He's not. No chance. No possible chance. Fingers crossed. He's going to choke. Let's be real. Because you have him and Kyrie, the most, and you have Ben Simmons. You have three of the biggest egos in NBA history right now on the same team. It's not going to work. <laughs> three selfish NBA players. I feel better about it if we had a better head coach. That's all I'm going to say. And you you have three of the biggest egos in NBA I history. I said I would feel better about having three, three biggest egos if we had a better head coach. Adam, your team Mash those egos. It would choke. All right, all right. Um, before we move on, Alex, did you you've been very quiet so far. Um, give us your thoughts on the NBA Finals and the Golden State Warriors winning it all. 
Uh, shout out to Steve Core with an amazing season, um, coaching for a great organization. Um, Golden State really came out to play uh, this season, and and it really showed in the playoffs and all throughout. And I think just watching Steph Curry is just greatness and and I think that he deserved every little bit of everything that he accomplished and I'm really happy for him to see what what he got his team to and I I just think that having that type of championship mentality all season long is why you win games and get to where you are to this day, and that's what the Warriors did. And I feel like that Steph Curry would would rank in my top five of one of the greatest shooters to ever do it. Um, and I think that he's he's got that got that potential of of doing something greater in the next couple of years and I'm really glad that that he did he got to do what he did and have a championship. Alex, I'm so glad you we guys we forgot to bring up Steve Kerr. We forgot to bring up Steve Kerr. Guys, I really feel like um I really feel like we've now he's we after this way, where do we rank Steve Kerr among, among NBA head coaches all time? After this way, he's got to be up there, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure where I'd rank him, but Mike, I want to ask you, um, Mike, but say you guys are you guys are the basketball experts. You guys are you got more knowledge as well than me. So I just want to ask you, at least, at least about the history, but where would you rank Steve Kerr all time now among coaches? As a coach? As a coach. Oof. Oof. Number four behind Phil Jackson at our back and Pat Riley. Let's see where I put him. Phil Jackson. Bruno. Phil Jackson, um, Greg Popovich. Greg Pop. You have Chuck Daly. You have Bobby Knight. You have Coach K. You have Roy Williams. Coach, we're not kind of college coaches, though, okay? NBA coaches. Okay. Coach K. I mean, I'm joking. Uh, Phil Jackson, Red Arback, Pat Riley. I was, I would put him like, I would put him like top five. I would put him like what? fifth. Before, ah. I put him fifth. Before, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me talk. I put him fifth behind um, Red Arback, um, uh, Phil Jackson, um, Great coverage I would have over him, and I would say Pat Riley I would have over him too. Adam, there's five coaches I could do better than Steve Kerr in the NBA. Easily five. Let me go. You want me going? Must I love Steve Kerr? But we can agree. But, I, but we can agree. He's one of the best. 
We said how like a uh, Steph Curry, we can agree Steph Curry is one of the best players ever. Do. We also can agree like um Steve Kerr is like it has to be like one of the greatest coaches ever did it. Adam, if you have championship rings from Phil Jackson and Great Popovich, and you learn the game from them, hell, I would have been a great coach. Hell, I am. But that's so, so, so we're used to that to like discredit Steve Kerr. Because, because he learned I, under, because he learned under greatness, you're you're holding that against them. I'm just saying, like you had two, you had two of the greatest basketball coaches that tra- that you trained from to observe from. But why? But why are you holding that against them? I'm just if saying. Anything, if anything, it's positive that you learned under those two guys. But here's the thing, Adam. If you were coaching Curry, you could win a championship. It's just like you can make has- the you can make the same exact argument against Phil Jackson if you coach um. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Shaq, and Pippen, you could win. Well, here, you could use that same, same argument as Phil Jackson. Here's the thing, though, Adam. When Michael, when Phil Jackson got there, Michael Jordan wasn't winning any championships. It took him two and a half years to win that first championship. When Kobe and Shaq came together, and they haven't, when, when Phil Jackson went to them, think about it. They had to win it. It didn't take them the first season to win it. So I think, don't get me wrong, I think Steve Kerr, great basketball mind. But I think it's how the three Kamari players with Draymond, Clay, and Curry, they put, they make it t- together. Just remember, the players had to go out and play to win. Yeah. Coach, just think about that. That's all I'm saying. That's, yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to just give us a close thoughts. I mean, I mean, congratulations to the Gold State Warriors on, um, on like their seventh NBA championship. And again, congratulations to Steph Curry. Like I always said before, like um, this is something personal between me and Steph. Me and Steph, like um, like he, I said before, like back when remember when I said before when the Nets after the Billy King disaster when they were a dumpster fire for all those years. I I I remember like I would always like watch like when I was when Steph Curry born on scene. I would always and I and I always watched him and I looked at this guy. He's like. And that and that's the thing. What an unbelievable story Steph Curry is because you look at guys like um Michael Jordan. You get all the like, all time greats like um what what like what, what's the kind of uh, the down there? They're always like um they're always like they're always physical freaks. Like Michael Jordan like is a physical freak. Obviously like LeBron James has so much physical talent. Steph Curry is a guy that as far as physical talent like um he's nothing special. Like as, as far as like his fist. It's just his physical. He's nothing special. Like um, he's 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 not really. So I mean, obviously he's in great shape, but from from a from a physical build, like um, he's not that special. But even though he's not the fastest, he's not the biggest. He's not like he doesn't have the best build. He's still like um, do like do like all like his hard work and, and stuff for all that training. Like um, becoming the greatest shooter of all time, becoming like one of the most skilled players of all time. You guys know how much I love like. Watching skilled players. Oh my god, I love watching athlete. Like athleticism is a great attribute, but I love guys. I love guys that I just show up to like pure that pure skill and it was good. And Steph Curry, you know, really perfect that and do that. Like um, in spite of like not being the fastest, I have not being the strongest, still managed to become one of the like um the greatest players in in like of, of all time and and a true NBA a true NBA legend. So again, I just want. Tip my hat to uh Steph Curry. Congratulations on a winning your finals MVP and winning his fourth ring and fourth ring. And it's just been. I think we all could agree. Like um, 
it's been a pleasure to watch uh, Steph throughout the years. All right, but I can tell Michael and Sam are starting to fall asleep on us, so but let's, I mean, Alex, uh, did you really up here, Alex, really quick here talk about the casual series? All right, so, so the World Series kicks off uh, later today at 2 p.m. Um, with the first game being Oklahoma against number five ranked Texas A&M. And for the nightcap, it's Notre Dame against nine, number nine ranked Texas. And for Saturday's games, at 2 p.m. Eastern, uh, Arkansas goes up against number two ranked Stanford. And Saturday night, Ole Miss against number 14 ranked Auburn. And all of these games can be seen on ESPN. And, and it will definitely be uh, a World Series to keep an eye on um, for for um for the time being and it's gonna be a a very intense pitching duo uh in every game and I think that the hype is just starting and I'm excited to see what happens. And yeah she would see an Auburn, right? Uh no, it's Ole Miss. Oh, that's okay. I'm sorry. I'm trying yeah. to find uh, the College World Series on ESPN, but it's kind of a pain to find. Oh. Let, 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 me, let, me, let me see if I can add it. Let me see if I can add it. Uh, for, some re for some reason, it's not letting me. Damn it. But Alex, wait, there we go. There we go. I added it. I added it. There we go. Um. So, so yeah, it's a double elimination round. Texas A&M's Oklahoma no game against Texas. Um. Arkansas against Stanford. Um. Ole Miss against Auburn should be like um some really great college baseball action. So Alex, thank you for your college baseball. But guys, you know what time it is? It's time for the hot take of the episode. So. Mm -hmm. I went last time, so... All right, yeah, you went last time. Um, I went already. Mike went already. The only two people I've got are, are Marcellus and Alex, and Marcellus couldn't make it, so by process of elimination, guess who's up? Alex, take a guess who's up. Me. Yep, you're up. The floor is yours, buddy. Okay, Uh, so my hot take is... Um, that the Flyers next season are gonna are gonna make it to the playoffs with their first year of all right your blasters, but go ahead. Uh, yeah, I just what do you say? I'm just hope he said the it's it's a high cap thing. He said the Flyers are gonna make the playoffs next season. Okay. Uh, really, bro. I don't know nothing about hockey. Really, change. Uh, I'll tell you this as as like um a hockey guy. Let me tell you already. Like 
It's definitely a hot take. Let's see if you can back it up. Let's see if you can back it up. I mean, I mean, uh, I don't see what the issue is. Like people saying, "Oh, they can't, they can't do it." Um, stepping up with a an interesting type of coach. Um, We're gonna be talking about that later on, by the way. Uh. I mean, I mean, we may as well, we may as well, like, uh, we may as well get out now, guys. Michael, did you hear who the Flyers hired as their head coach? Michael, you already put Michael to sleep. God damn it! What's up? Uh, you know, you remember John Tortorella, right? He used to coach the Rangers. He's always like a hothead, and the Flyers just hired him as their head coach. So. I mean, all I'm gonna say, all I'm gonna say is like, um, did you hear what Brandon Biskiski said? Like, um, he roasted up the hire on Twitter, saying like, um, because he's he's a current Ranger player, he's saying like, good luck. He's wishing luck to all the Flyers players. So that's how big Coach Schwartz is. He's an old school guy. He's a hot high guy, and we'll see how that translates. But Alex, I'm, I'm sorry for interrupting your hot take. Go ahead, but make an art. Uh, uh, let me. Let me Alex, let me ask you these questions. Let me ask you these questions about, about yeah. the Flyers. No, how are they going to make the playoffs? Right, you look at the you look at their roster right now. Their roster is in shambles. That roster mm-hmm. is named to me. Named to me like one. Um, named to me like um the priority player on on their team. Maybe the priority young player on that team. Uh, I would say. James Wayne, JBR. Oh, wow. James Van Riesen, he guess what? He put up a grand total of 38 points. Wow, I'm so impressed. The Flyers are in – I would, I would agree with you if – I, I, I wouldn't be as bad for I think if they if they at least had some passage. They're saying they're in salary cap hell. They're in salary mm-hmm. cap hell. Like, why are – how are they gonna how are they gonna make any improvements to this roster like um when um when they um when they're in Silent Crap Hell and they don't have the much in terms of uh, earns a young talent like the only players like worth worth a damn are Travis which are Travis Kahuni and Cam Atkinson. Mm-hmm. Those are those are the those are the, the only two players. I mean you got some good time. I mean I mean Cam York is a nice young defenseman, but but aside from that, you go, don't have that much young talent. Uh, your goaltending situation is best. Uh, goaltending situation is best. Carter Hart. I mean, Carter Hart. I mean, what happened to him? Um, I mean, happened to him. But I mean, I mean, he he used to he looked like he was good. What Igor Shosturkin has become for the Rangers? A lot of people thought that was their car was going to be, but it hasn't been. So, I mean, all right, uh, how this right? Convince me. Uh, I'm like. Uh, let me get back to you. Is that the one? Is that the end of your hot take, or do you have more to say? Convince me, convince me that this is a, a Google hot take. Because right now I'm leaning no. I'm reading low. I'm gonna give you one last chance to redeem yourself, and then we're gonna approve, disapprove. Um, he's um he's ranked 14 of all time in wins. Uh, with uh, with six hundred seventy three wins, 
And yeah, the last time he had a Stanley Cup appearance was 2004. But I just think that coming to a new a new organization is is gonna um, make a pretty pretty big impact. Even though that the this team has been uh, in shambles for years in the past, but I I do have hope, and this is why I chose the hot take because I know that they are not the best team in the Eastern Conference, but but making a step toward in the in the right direction of hiring this coach is what makes me think of maybe getting to the playoffs, but not not necessarily getting through the first round. All right, is that the end of your hot take? Yeah. All right. Where do I begin with this doozy of a hot take? Where do I begin with this? Um, you're saying that um, with John Tortorella, like um, the uh, the Flyers are going to make the playoffs. One problem, and this is why, like um, this is why I I really think like this this decision, like um, I wouldn't say I wouldn't necessarily say it's a bad hire, but it's very curiosity because I said for the Flyers, like um, they're a team that needs to go into full rebuild mode. Their team needs to go forward. They have little to no. They don't have that much young talent, you know. Uh, they just trade away like um their captain Claude Giroux. They just traded it away. This is a team that needs to go into full rebuild. This team needs to go, go to full rebuild and not try to like um, because because let's say because even then with John Terrell, what's the best scenario for that season? Because you forget, we forget Alex. They're in a very very tough division. They're in the easiest toughest division in hockey. Look at all teams. The look at the Rangers. They're being teased around us. They're not going there. The Hurricanes aren't going up going anywhere. You know, you still have to worry about the Penguins and the Capitals. You you still have to worry like yes, they're on a downstream, but I don't think they're gonna fall that far off. Uh, if you got you can't sleep you can't sleep on the on the Blue Jays. You can't sleep on the like, even the and. Even the Dells, like with a lock, I'm telling you right, right, right now, like with a lock app space, they have the potential to make some big time moves, like um, this offseason. And they're a team that I think that a lot of people look at as could that could potentially take the next step. With so many teams ahead of the fact they finished last in the division, um, like you say that with Torrell, they could potentially make the playoffs. That is just that's not how I think that's your spot, Ron. So sorry, Alex, I'm disapproving. So unfortunately, um, due to technical difficulties, uh, Sam and other issues like Sam had to leave us early. So, but he did get um his vote in. Uh, Sam, uh, Alex, Sam also disapproves your hot take. So I mean, so now regardless, regardless, your, it's disapproved. But Michael, you want to get your burke in anyway? Just I don't give a fuck about hockey, and I hate hockey, and I really don't care about hockey. I approve. All right, so you're approving just for a second. But guys, Alex, your hot take has been disapproved. So there you go. All right. So guys, let's talk. Um you know what we're gonna talk about, guys. 
How about them New York Yankees? They played, um, they played what? Like, they played against the, the Rays. They played three games. I get, they played three games against the Rays. They played three game series against the Rays at home. And a lot of people were saying, oh, the Yankees, they can't beat good teams, you know. They can't beat good teams. They all the wins they've come from, they're against shitty teams, you know. They're against shitty, good for nothing teams. That's what people said. But you know what they did? We won. They didn't just win. They swept the Tampa Bay Rays. And all right. What a judge. I mean, Aaron Judge, I mean, what else can you say about him? What else can you MVP. say? MVP. MVP. If he if he doesn't number one, Michael, I think you're I think you're covering your mic. That's number one. And number two, um, if he does win the if he keeps up at this pace and he does win the MVP this year, I will never take anything from the BBWA seriously ever again. Yo, Adam, hmm? we're win the World Series this year. We better with the way this team is performing right now. This has to be the year where this team wins it all. This almost has to be the year this team wins it all, guys. You don't want to want to know how many um they have forty seven wins and and sixteen losses. Well, look at the rest of Major League Baseball. No mm-hmm. other team has less than twenty three losses. No other team has, in baseball has less than 23 losses. This team has 16. It's just like, I'm really running out of words to describe how good this team has been. Because, guys, remember, coming into the year, you know who I picked? I picked the Yankees. We all looked at the Yankees um, to be a wildcard team. That's that's what, um, I feel like that's what, like, most of us, they, we either picked the Yankees, and eh, they'll be a French playoff team, and, you know, They'll get bounced like early in the playoffs. That's not how most of us viewed this team going into the season. Hold on, I want to go back to see um our MLB season predictions. I'm I'm curious. I'm I'm curious about this. Adam, I was the only one that had the Yankees winning the American League. The, the AL East, right? Yeah. Let me check. Let me check. I ha- I had them winning the playoffs as a wild card. Sam had them missing the playoffs. Alex had them as a wild card. Chris had them missing the playoffs. Marcellus had them as a wild card. And Michael, you had them as a wild card. None of us picked them to win the division. We were all wrong. We were. Let's take a look. Guys, let me take a guess. How many games right now are the Yankees um, leading the AL East by? 13. 10. Oh, Jesus. They are leading the American League East by 10 total games. I mean, it is just like how I mean, I'm so yeah, first they first the first game against the uh, SRAs, they they went to nothing. Garrett Cole was fantastic on the mound, you know. Remember how we were bitching about Garrett Cole like um and his like crappy star against what team was it again? The twins? Well yeah he he bounced right back and he, and he shows you like why the Yanks are paying him all that money. So they win that game, and then they win. Um, they win against. Then they win again in the second game. Um, Aaron Judge, I believe, had Aaron Judge had a big home run. A uh, hot uh, Sugar had a big home run, and the 
the bullpen has, has just been phenomenal. Guys, can we talk for a second about um about a little dude? Guess who uh, I'm going to talk about? This dude I'm going to talk about? A dude by the name of Clay Holmes. Guys, he's made... um. How many appearances has he made out of the bullpen? He's pitched six twenty nine games out of the bullpen this year. Guys, you want to take a guess what Clay Holmes' ERA is? What? Alex, you want to take a guess? 2.48. 0. 0.29. Who's your ERA is this? What? Who's your ERA is this? Clay Holmes. Point two nine ERA out of the bullpen. I mean, this guy has he. This guy is he should be the closest moving forward. I, I I don't care. Like we they say everything. Oh, Rose Chapman is like is coming back and he's gonna be healthy. If the Yankees move Clay Holmes out of the close draw, just give him back to Rose Chapman. I am not gonna be happy. You do not move a guy. What? But Chapman's still a good closer, though, Adam. He's a. I mean. The problem with Chad is that you just don't know what you get from him. One night he's a stud, and then the next he's a stiff. Clay Holmes, night in and night out, you know what you're getting from him. He's just been down. So, I mean, maybe, maybe like you could put Chapman in, in like a blowout and he could, he could, he could close out. But if it's a close game, I want Clay Holmes. Like, if it's a close game, I want Clay Holmes getting the same. He should be the closer every day for the Yankees until further notice. His thing. Chapman could prove that he could lead a team in the World Series as a closer. Let's be real. You gotta remember though. You gotta remember though, Michael. Um, you you, you gotta remember like that game. I got game seven against the Cubs. Um, he choked. Like he gave up the game tying home run. I see what you're saying, but here's the thing: you can have both as the closers. You can have two closers in baseball. You're allowed. Not necessarily. I mean, I'm not necessarily saying you can't. I mean, if they want to have both closeout games, I'd be okay with that. But Clay Holmes should be. I mean, he should be the primary guy moving forward. Yo, Adam. Awesome. Ask you a question. All right. Ask you a real question. I gotta get to uh, the last game of the series. Do you think DJ? Uh, DJ LeMayu is going to be the starting infielder for the next three games. For the next three years? Yeah, is he, are, they going to, are they going to buy him out or not let him play? I think I think he'll be on the team. No, no how I see DJ LeMayu going forward. I see him as a super utility guy. A guy who every single day, like, they're going to, put, they're going to get 500 bats playing, like, like, Every other position, like for example, one day he'll be playing second base, another day he'll be playing first base, and another day he'll be playing third base. So move him around all over the field. That's why DJ Mayo's strengths is, is his defensive versatility. He can play so many and he different, can hit the ball different positions, like hitter. in the infield. And he's a good hitter, Adam. Oh, he's he's always oh, good. He's having a really nice uh, bounce back season. He's having a really nice bounce back season. I think he should be the leadoff hitter automatically because he can run the ball. That's I mean, a he, I mean, I. Here's the thing. I personally like DJ Mayo hitting like a little bit, a, a little bit lower in the lap because I like to see them take advantage of his contact so that way you get more RBIs. Um, but I do agree. Like right now, he is their best leadoff hitter. 
but we don't have a good like honestly he could run he could run a leadoff hit of hitter explosive. They don't really have they don't really have that guy. They don't really have that guy that that true leadoff guy that could run, which is another reason why I want them to go after you know Ian Happ at the trade deadline. Like I changed my mind. Like even though I would love you know Andrew Trent, I feel like would be a great option. I'm starting to lean more towards Ian Happ of the Cubs as a, as a deadline target. Or I want Freddie uh, Freddie Freeman, but you know. That ain't happening. Worth the shot. <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't happening. Know, know what the Dodgers would call, know what the Dodgers would say? Hell no. They say, okay, give us Judge back and it's a deal. It, In fact, it, they, it, they might not, they may even say no to that because Judge is a free agent and Freeman's locked up for the next five years. They probably say no to that. <laughs> God, All right. Adam, let's pray for the Yankees that if they keep Judge. Because Adam, if we don't keep Judge next year. I'm gonna be a very, very angry black man. Oh, very I will angry. I will be pissed if they don't resign. I will be pissed if they don't resign, Judge. I will I feel like this is the thing, guys. I really feel like I was thinking about this, like with all this Aaron Judge contract negotiation talks. I just feel like the big reason why, like, I feel like Yanks will also resign Aaron Judge is, is that um, the only way they'll let him walk is if another team offers him like Four hundred million dollars or something like that. That's the only way. I, I you have the resources. Come on, New York. But, but here's the thing: if they let Aaron, if they if they don't resign Aaron Judge, and let's say he goes to the Mets or the Giants, Diggs would not be able to take the PR hit. I do not think they would be able to take the PR because look at how much Aaron Judge beats that franchise. He's He's easily like the best selling jersey of, of the team by a wide margin. He's the face of the franchise. You have the judges chambers out like out in um right field. Dakes have invested so much in Aaron Judge that I just feel like I just feel like there's no way of borrowing something, borrowing something like um borrowing like an a like um a stupid offer. A, a, another team throwing stupid money at him, like an unreasonable contract. I, I don't see this any way the Yankees uh, don't resign Judge. Only way if they resign him, don't resign him after the World Series. Now, how much hatred New York fans will have? If they resign him, what? If they don't resign him after he wins the World Series, because it happened oh with my, my God. Really? I will <laughs> ask this. I will ask you that. I will ask you this. Let's say he had to choose, Michael. Let's say he had to choose. Either plan either A or B. A, the Yankees don't win the World Series, but they re-sign Judge long term. Okay. Or B, the Yankees win the World Series, but they let Judge walk. Which one would you take? Adam, you evil, evil, evil man. Adam, you son of a bitch. This is just me to torture. Damn you, Grisani. Okay. Damn okay. you. Damn you. This is an easy choice to me. This is it's a hard choice. Cause we want the World Series, but we don't want to lose Judge. Uh I would take I would take a B. I would give me the World Series. If Judge wants to go out to um if Judge wants to resign with um his hometown Giants at the end of the year, so be it. As long as we win the World Series, I don't really give a damn. He wants he's a New York fan, Adam. He was a Yankee fan all of his life. No, no, he grew up in California. I believe he grew up a Giants fan. All right, guys, could put some respect on Anthony Rizzo's name. Walk off home run against the race to complete the sweep. 
I mean, he has just been guys. Remember, if you guys remember, I was critical when they re-signed um Anthony Rizzo Azo because I'm thinking to myself, like, yeah, I like Anthony Rizzo, but Freddie Freeman was available. Matt also was available. I I just felt like um it was like bringing back um bringing back Rizzo was just you know kind of like a newer term, but you look at what he's brought to the brought to the team this year. I mean, he currently right now has 17 freaking home runs. I mean, he has just been mashing the ball. He gets on base. I mean, he is right, he is right that like he is right now. Like he's just he's just playing he's just playing unbelievable. I mean, I'll have to look up these to see how um uh Freeman and Olsen are doing, but resign for a few for that for the price the Yankees got on, that was just um that was just, you know, an excellent move, and uh, that was an excellent move by Ryan Cash. And this team, I, like I said, I got to give Michael, we got to give some people credit here that we've ripped up in the past. Michael, you remember how last, remember how last offseason I wanted Aaron Boone fired? You remember that? Well, you got to look at it this way. You got to look at this. You got to look at it this way. We said this. We said before that uh, we didn't like how this team was constructed, and yet they're this good. You gotta assume Aaron Boone has something to do with it. You gotta give Aaron Boone like at least some credit. I mean, he's he's doing something right. He's doing something right. So right now he's right now he's proven um, he, right now he's proven the Yankees right. I'm sorry, Michael. We can't hear you. Aaron Boone's not the problem. It's Brian Cashman's who I thought was the problem for the Yankees, Adam. But he, even that, even even he's the Michael, worst general manager in the league. He's not the worst general manager in the league. I'm gonna call you out because I was gonna say I was critical of Cashman. You also just kind of thinking like, okay, you got Josh Donaldson, you got Anthony Rizzo, but where's that big time move? Like, where's that big time move? I thought I thought that like, I thought I was thinking stuff that was enough, and I was really critical of the job Cashman in the offseason. But look at the scene he built. Look at the. Look, and look at ways constructed this pitching staff. Like, look how good Davis and Ty Gomez become. Again, like I mentioned, look how good Clay Holmes has become. Look how good Nestor Cortez has become. I mean, this rotation you got, and this pitching staff that Brian Cash is playing, you gotta give him credit, man. You really gotta give a lot of credit to Cash for um for billion for billing this roster. Again, again, like I said for I said for I have been critical for times, but. At the same time, when he when Diggs are winning and he's put this prop together after um the sports last year, you gotta give him props, Michael. You gotta give him props. So yeah, Aaron Boone and Brian Cash, if you're listening, I tip my hat to you. And you know what? I just want I just want to say I formally apologize for um being so hard on you at times. But you know what? So far, I am very very pleased. Pleased the Yankees. I'm very very pleased with you guys. All right, Michael, you have any, like, final thoughts on the Yankees? Nah, son. I mean, they go out to play uh, the Blue Jays, so we'll see how they do that series. I mean, this I said before, this is a really rough stretch for the Yankees. Like, you got, they got the Blue Jays down the road. They got the Razor Road. Oh, and then, like, after they play Razor Road, guess who they welcome back to Yankee Stadium? Mikey, you know who? Who? The Houston Astros. My hatred for the Houston Astros started at a very, very young age. 
when it came on call, when they a short little smidgen came into the MLB, named Jose Altuve, and then Alex Bregman, then I hate Carlos Correa. It's just my hatred runs deep. And they're on my murder list. Can I keep going? Go ahead. Like, Carlos Correa, I was deaf on you because you said Derek Jeter wasn't the greatest Yankee of all time. You said he wasn't the greatest shortstop of all time. Yeah, you're bugging. And you want to become a Yankee? Become a Yankee. Yeah, okay. You dissing Derek Jeter in Yankee country is like dissing Michael Jordan in Chicago. Like, how stupid can you be? It's like dissing Tom Brady in New England. It's like dissing it's, Ryan it's, it's, Howard. It's, it's, it's like saying, like, oh, like, oh, oh, like, uh, Michael Jordan didn't deserve, like, uh, the, the NBA Finals rings he won, and then say, oh, I want to become a Chicago Bull. Adam. Well, I'd say that we can't rip Carlos Correa anymore because he's because he's not on the team anymore. He's not on the. But my hatred still anymore. runs for him. My hatred still. I, runs. I get. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Jose Altuve, I can't stand you. I hate you more than I hate Skip Bayless. No, 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 not true. Skip Bayless, Jose Altuve, they're both even. And Brian Cashins, I can't stand. I also cannot stand. Who else I can't stand, Adam? James Stolen. Ding, ding, ding. And I also cannot stand. Jan- no, no, no. He makes every team worse. And I also hate Draymond Green. That's out there. And who else, Adam? Did I say my list of hatreds for, for sports players? I think that's it. I think you pretty much completed it. Nah. I mean, it's Tom Brady on it. Adam. Be real. Do you really have to answer that question? So you can count Tom Brady. Everybody in this podcast hates Tom Brady. Even the Blue Boy Scout over here hates Tom Brady. All right. But before we get to um our pets, um... We also we want to talk a little bit of Phillies here. So Alex, um, I mean, I believe I, I believe um how so yeah. Last time I checked, they lost against the Diamondbacks. Have they done since then? Okay, let me start with this: the amount of offensive talent that this team has has started in the capital of Washington D.C has been absolutely phenomenal. And I know that Washington is is a crap shit, excuse my language, of a team this year, but but the the Phillies are just hammering the nationals and it's really goes to show of how how well this this team is Making a turn with a new manager, and and something that I want to mention is that um, let me get it real quick. Uh, one second. The Phillies have won fourteen of sixteen games for the first time in twelve seasons. 
most to start any month for the Phillies in 45 years since 
Pages of the Cubs on my line, Guardians of the Rockies, and Dodgers of the Angels. He nailed all three, and he adds 31.30 points. Alex, do we have a statement? Not only that, but it was my second three-game parlay in a row. Yo, Michael, guess what? He's heating up. What? He's heating up. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, Adam, what's your bet for this episode? All right, all right. Let me just do a recap of the rest. Um, I had, I'm mad right now because I had the words of a Celtics my line game six. I know that, but I was just a foolish enough to take Clay Thompson giving me 25 or more, and he only got 12. So that was a complete and utter disaster. I thought game six Clay, what happened, game six Clay? You were supposed to, you're supposed to pull out in um, these games. He choked. All right. Sam had the sucks over the worst. Edge Ray Mike Green under eight and a half points in game five. He obviously lost that bet. Chris had Avalanche over Lightning on the spread. Avalanche beat the Lightning, but it was in overtime, so only by one goal. So he did not, Avalanche did not cover. Russell had sucks over worst in game five, so he lost his bet. And Michael, you had Yanks over Rays on my line. You won that bet. Yeah, Warriors were sucks on my line. You won that bet. He had one more win to complete your parlay. Stupid, stupid, stupid Curry. What, you know, we want to know what happened. He had eight. He had sixteen points. You picked, you picked Steph Curry scoring twenty or more in the game where he had only sixteen. I'm pissed. I'm really angry. Adam, I got screwed. I got screwed, and I got screwed. <laughs> I really want to cry. I really want to cry. I really want to cry. Right. right. All right. But update <laughs> on the standings. Marcellus remains our ring lead. Wait. Yeah, Marcellus remains our ring leader. Remains first place. Twelve eleven record. Hundred fifty point six nine points or eight stars. Sam Sam actually jumps me to head into second place. 914 record, 166 for 89 points for seven stars. I fall into third place, 1013 record, 141.32 points for six stars. Alex, my boy, you jump up at the fourth place. Um, eight and fifteen record, 153.03 points, second place for points for um five stars. Let's go. Yo, Michael, should we uh, check his phone? I had it on mute. Michael, do you think we should we should check his phone? Yeah, he's cheating. He's cheating again. He actually uh, so got a statement. Nope. Are you getting help again? Yes, you are. Because when you were on a hot streak last last season, you had help. Nope. He probably got another investor helping him, Adam. So you deny these allegations? Take a lie detector test, my friend. 
Alex, Alex, um, Alex, are you denying that? Are you are you um, admitting, or do you deny these allegations? Here, I will send you a screenshot. I am not. Here, you have to see a screenshot. We believe you. We believe you. We're just we believe you, even though you cheat. Even though you cheat, we're we're just screwing you. We believe you. All right, Michael, you're you're at fifth, fall to fifth place. Um. 10-13 record, 114.53 points for four stars. And Chris is in last place, 7-13 record, 56.95 points for no stars. All right, so I'm going to go first. And guys, I got to be careful with this one. Because, you know what? You know what Sam said? Sam got his bet in already. Ace is taking the exact same bet as me. He's taking whatever I'm picking. So, I got to be smart with this one. I got to be smart. What bet is that, compadre? Because I know I won't be able to jump Sam for points because he's picking the same bet as me. However... I could uh, jump um, Mike, Marcellus, and Alex. And I also could jump them with one bet if I pick the right bet. So, you know what? Am I going to do it? I'm doing it, guys. I'm taking the Tampa Bay Lightning over the Colorado Avalanche game, too. LS one game one in overtime. I do not see Tampa going going down going down two and zero in this, this series like they did against the Rangers. I don't I don't think that's I don't think that's gonna happen again. So so I, I got the lightning in game two on the money line. And that'll be Sans bet too. All right, Alex, you're up. Okay, I'm doing, I'm going for three in a row for my three-game parlay. You're doing another three-game parlay, okay. Yep. So, uh, all three games are Saturday. So, um, I am picking Atlanta Braves money line against the Cubs. All right, Braves of a Cubs money line. That's one. This is for what day again? Saturday. Gotcha. My second one is Milwaukee Brewers money line against Cincinnati. All right. Gotcha. Last and one. Last one. Twins money line against D backs. Twins over Diamondbacks. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, so we don't have Chris's or Marcellus's bet yet. You want to just give them both Mets and Royals my line? Yeah. All right, Chris is getting Royals my line, and Marcellus is getting Mets my line. You may as well, guys. Guess what, guys? There's no more basketball for uh, until um, October, so we can't bet basketball anymore. You can do women's basketball. 
Oh, you could do. Oh, yeah, you can do the NWA of the eight. You can do that. Now's the point with with three of the four major sports. Um, well, hockey's still going on, but what's that? Hockey's oh, not. What's the, what's, the, what's, the, what's the hockey's over? You know, we'll just have fake. We'll just have we'll just have baseball. Now is the part like from now until football season starts. Now is the part where you gotta get creative. This is the part of the stretch where you gotta get creative. I guess I'm up. All right, we got, we just got my um. Marcel, but he's taking the Mets on my line and the Padres on my line at parlay. Where did he get his bet from? I didn't see his phone. He texted to me. He texted to me. He texted to the chat. All right, Michael Cunningham. Last up, go ahead. Now let me tell you something, player. I'm, 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 I gotta beat Alex because Alex jumped me. Behind. What was Alex's pick, Adam? He's taking a three-game parlay. Braves over Cubs, Brewers over Reds, Twins over Diamondbacks. Oh, that's bad. I'm going to do a three-game parlay my dang self. Hey, big guy, come here, Dad. I'm gonna help, I need you to help me pick my parlay. You're my good luck, son. Because okay. last time you picked that, I won. Okay. Uh, can I call for special counsel? Is this cheating? No, no, this isn't cheating. I'm just having a discussion with my with my with my colleague. We go with the Yankees, Yankees, Blue Jays, Yankees. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're going with Yankees money line. We're gonna do a three game parlay. Okay, you got the Yankees over the Blue Jays. That'll be tough pitching matchup. Okay, who's pitching for the Yankees again? Uh, I think it's Talion. Talion, okay. Yeah. Cleveland, nah. All right, who was your second bet? We're going with LA. Because, you know, I'm a Dodger fan. That's my na- That's my second. That's my National League team. All right. You got the Dodgers. Who are the Dodgers playing? What? Who are they play the, the play in the Guardians. Okay, gotcha. Adam, I'm going to regret this pick. I really am. Adam, I promise I'll never root for Jose Altuve in my life. But I really, the the I, I really need the points. I really need the points, and I hate Houston Astros with a passion. This is just strictly in the words of my idol, Lee Corso, for, for college game day. This pick is strictly business. It's not personal. But however, my brother-in-law would probably disown me because he's a White Sox fan. He'd probably disown me for this. And I cannot see my niece, but I I won't be disowned by my family, Adam. So I ain't picking the Astros. Adam, the A's suck this year for baseball, right? The A's suck, yeah, yeah. So if they win, I, I get a good I get a good money line, right? You get you get good points. You get good points. We're playing the Royals, who suck just as bad. So I, I, won't, I won't get the good points. I won't get anything. You know, Adam. What you want to do a hockey bet with me? Yeah, do a hockey bet. I'm gonna do a WNBA bet. I'm gonna do a WNBA. Okay. Hold up, I'm checking the standings. 
Let's see who's the best team in baseball. And I, Liberty just sucked. Okay, where's Chicago? I'm going to go with Chicago Sky against the Fever. And I'm going to get my my favorite WNBA player, the best player out right now in the game, is Miss Candace Parker. You just put that Sky over Fever? Yeah, Sky over Fever. Hold up. And All right. Well, because that would be your last bet. That would be your last bet. Not my last bet. Because everyone knows this is a Candace Parker household. <laughs> Greatest WNBA player of all time, besides Cheryl Miller. And my dad wants to place a bet for a joke. He's saying Yankees money line, Adam. If we get my dad put a bet in too, you know, for cutting hands. Can we do that after just one episode? What do you say, buddy? No. no. <laughs> and Adam, my dad's speaking Yankees money line, so. All right. Can my dad place a bet in? <laughs> no, unfortunately he can't. Unfortunately he can't. <laughs> well, well, he can, but we're not gonna we're not gonna score it. We're not gonna score it. Can you oh, give my, me my, my dad's points? I got I got your dad a bet. What? Philly's money line. Do you want to live? Do you? I, <laughs> Alex, I love you, but if you ever take the Phillies from my dad to do. Also, you will not live to see another day. <laughs> they are hot. All right, guys. It's all for our best, and that's all for this episode. Yo, guys. Just so you know, there's not going to be an episode um, this upcoming Monday. Uh, upcoming Monday. So, you guys want to know yeah. why? Because it's Father's Day. We got two major we got two major holidays coming up on Sunday. Juneteenth. We got Juneteenth and Father's Father Day. Pre- one two punch. What a one two punch. Am I right? Yeah. Juneteenth was the last was is a very, very emotional is a very emotional happy day in the black culture. Here's why, Adam. Yeah, go ahead. Go Texas ahead was last state to free slaves. After two years after every other state in America freed slaves. So Juneteenth is a national national day for all black people come from my family to every other black person that means the Juneteenth is a very good day. It's a very good day. And to my father, happy Father's Day, big guy. Even though you got a big old forehead, but I still love you. All right. So yeah, we definitely want to wish all the dads out there um, a, happy, a happy Father's Day. I definitely wish my Just dad remember, happy if my dad was playing, I actually wish your dad a happy Father's Day. And, and Sam, I have, we actually, actually, I know his dad, so I wish him a happy Father's Day. And same thing for Marcellus, the same thing for Rich. And same thing for you, Mr. Cunningham. Hey, guys, let's happy just be Father's real. My dad, my dad and, is and way like cool than your dad. And like, like, honestly, I'm the white guy, so I don't really know it. So I can't really speak on behalf of that family career. But I really think you hit the nail on the talk about Juneteenth. You already know the vibes, Adam. You already know the vibes. So because of that, because of that, there's not gonna be a new episode um on 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 on, on Monday. But we will have another episode later on the weekend, guys. It's gonna be the special one. One hundred, babe. Our one hundredth episode. Just so you know, it is gonna be a special episode, like similar to our season one finale. It's gonna be like a special episode like that. And we've got all I'm gonna say is. 
He's got some special stuff planned. We're gonna say, ladies and gentlemen, I give to you Get Your Game On B 100 episode. Now, can you dig that sucker? All right. Now, this is the end of the episode. Adam, take it away. All right, guys. That's it. This is episode 99 of the Get Your Podcast. Yours truly, Adam Rosati, Mike Cardiff, Alex Reach, and Sam Rowe. Like you heard, make sure to leave a like and follow or subscribe to our podcast. Also, if you want to join the conversation, you can come to YouTube or reach out to us on social media. We may feature what you have to say in future episodes. Remember, my friends, those who are just fantasy, they catch your world, believe in it, and dive in. See you next time, and until then, stay lit. Oh. <laughs>